Sugiya Simon Pechas. I want to jump to Simon Pechas because I want to go through the more relevant halachas. Um, if there are questions, just, just wait till the end of the Simon because it's pretty. We'll cover everything, basically. The Shulchan Aruch covers everything. The Shulchan Aruch in Simon Pechas is dealing with the name of the, shul, the, name of the Simon. You're not allowed to eat meat on the same table that someone else is eating milk. This is the concept that if you have a husband and wife, picking that example, it could be siblings, whatever, very close friends, we'll see why those categories specifically, if they're eating together, one's eating milchik, one's eating fleshik, that could be a problem. And as we'll see, again, we'll go through all of the details and how to avoid it and how to fix it, and all the halachas of nida, of the definition, you know, when a husband and wife are eating together and she's a nida, there has to be some sort of, you know, hecker as, well, again, we'll get to all this, that's learned out from here. Um, so Shulchan Aruch says like this, Afilu basar Even if you're eating chicken, now we know that chicken and milk is only rabbinic, but still this is one of the themes that you'll see throughout the laws of Bas Bechalov. We treat chicken and milk as meat and milk. Although it's only rabbinic and meat and milk is deraisa, it has the same halachas because in order to, in order to concretize the halacha, they had to treat it the same. So even if someone's eating chicken, you're not allowed to eat chicken on the same table that someone else is eating cheese why? so why can I not eat meat? I'm eating a burger you're eating, uh, you're eating, uh, you're eating uh, cereal can't eat at the same table why? it's very simple you're eating cereal I'm like oh you gotta try this burger okay and I hand you the burger and you eat it together now by the way actually also just one thing that's a good thing to point out people don't realize french fries from a restaurant is milchik or fleshik. Outside of sushi places, where sushi places the fries are usually parim because, um, because they have a separate fryer for fish, right? You can't fry the same oil as fish, maybe cheese, but Svardim are makbid about that and, and fish and meat you can't fry in the same oil because of sakana. If you go to a restaurant, like a lot of people, I'll get asked a shayla, you know, I eat uh, french fries from sandwich bar, right? I eat french fries from holy schnitzel and my fleshik. The answer is absolutely. Why? Because they take oil, they fry chicken in it, so that oil is now meat, and then it's like, like a chicken soup. And then when you fry something else, that oil is basar. And the same thing, by the way, if you go to a milchik restaurant, they take cheese, they deep fry it in, uh, what was it called, mozzarella sticks, and then they fry french fries. Those french fries are milchik. So if you're fleshing, you can't eat the fries. So that, that could also be negaya. So instead of thinking like burger and cereal, who's doing that? Like, I don't know, fries, you're milchik, I'm eating fries from Holy Shins, that's fleshik, mamish. And like, hey, you want to try some? And now you're eating basa v'chalov. Now, by the way, the... Um, but the table that you don't eat on, the table that, like the countertop, where you just unpack, that, that's fine. And even if you happen to be eating there, that's fine, because it's not normal to eat there. Now, the, the Taz just explains... Just, you know, here's the Shaila, if you want it to be like, it's a Gemara Shaila, and that is, you tell me I can't eat meat, and you can't eat milk at the same table at the same time. Again, we'll get to who, and when, and all that stuff, but the concept is it's a problem. This Shaila is, worst case scenario, I eat the fries, while I'm eating the cereal. It's not Asa Daraisa, it's only Asa Daraisa if they're cooked together, right? If I have a cup of milk, and I have a burger, uh, and I eat it, that's only rabbinic. So the whole gezerah, isn't that called a gezerah gezerah, which means I'm making a, a, a prohibition, lest I come to do a rabbinic prohibition. So the Gemara asked that. Probably you're not going to eat the french fries with the 
Correct. So it's, it's even better. It's within six hours. So the Taz speaks it out. He says, Worst case scenario, you're eating the mamish in the same bite. Like it's a deraisa. It's it's not a deraisa to do that. Shein el derech As we've learned the first year, there's only a problem with bchalav if they cook together. If you have a cold cup of milk and a, and a burger and they're not cooked together, it's only rabbinic. So what's the whole concern? So says the Taz. In such a scenario, we are guys In such a scenario, we are. Meaning, this is the exception. And the mafarshim explain why, but it's taka But it's a problem. Now. So it's a shayla in the Paiskim of whether we're makbid or fish and pashtus not, because the whole thing is the sakana, and nowadays it's not really such a concern anymore, although we are still makbid on the halacha, because nowadays medicinally it's not a real problem. Uh, here, custom shubas and the specifically it's fine, because this gezer was never extended. Okay, now there's a very lengthy shach. I'm going to run through it very quickly because I think it's very interesting. And that is, um, we know that you're not allowed to eat meat and milk on the same table at the same time because we're afraid you come to eat from each other. And again, we'll see. It only applies to very, very close people. You have to be very close. Because I'll be honest with you, I feel very close to all you guys conceptually, but I'm not eating your food off your plate. And you're not eating off my plate. So you have to be basically a family member close or best friend type to eat off someone's plate. So You wouldn't share a french fry with me? Of course I would. Of course I would. I, I, naturally, we're very close. But, but you understand what I'm saying. So the, the, the shayla is, what about kosher and non-kosher? I'm eating on the same table kosher, you're eating non-kosher. Is that a problem? Now, that could happen, by the way, if you have someone whose siblings are not from, so they're eating non-kosher on the same table, or you could have a convert, or, or a co-worker that you're very close to. Again, you'd have to be very close. So shayla is, or a convert, by the way. A convert also, he goes home. He's, they're his siblings, you know. But... True, but my point is true. But the reason why I said it has to be like a convert again, you have to be close enough to eat off their plate. Usually, if you're going to a business meeting, it's a business relationship. I'm talking about you have to, but it could be you're super close to a coworker, mamish, best friends, and and you're eating kosher. He's not kosher, or you have a kid who's off the derech, unfortunately, and and uh, he's eating McDonald's, and you're eating kosher, and uh, it's it's not a good thing that he's eating in front of you. But that's a mitzvah. The question is, did, is there a problem? So the shach, it's a very lengthy shach. I'll run through it very quickly. It, it reads very nicely. Because it's also nice to go through like a big shach, but it's very easy. Beis. The shach says, I believe, and this is beginning of his psak, but he'll sort of amend it at the very end. I believe it's only a problem of milk and meat. Why? Because you have to understand, milchik is kosher, fleshik is kosher. So, I'm not afraid of fleshik, and you're not afraid of milchik, so therefore there's a concern that you might come to accidentally eat. If I'm eating with someone and he's eating McDonald's fries, a Jew will not mistakenly eat treif. The whole concern is a mistake. You'll make a mistake because the food's kosher, you happen to be milchik, he happens to be fleshik. But there's no fear of milchik and fleshik because it's all kosher. There's no badili mine. But, but kosher and non-kosher, where there's a natural fear that a Jew has to not go near it, that's enough to protect. He says, And it's clear from the Ran, 
Okay, so that's the Shach's Psak. Now the Shach has a couple kashas. We'll run through the kashas very quickly and he'll answer them. Again, according to the Shach, it's only a problem of kosher, milchik and fleshik, but kosher and non-kosher is fine because I'm not, I'm not going to eat McDonald's. It's not, even if he offers it to me, I'm not, I'm not going to forget. So says the, says the Shach, The Gemara tells us that if I'm eating, we're both eating kosher, but I made a neder, I can't eat your food. Yeah, it's in the Dharam, such a sugya. So can we eat on the same table? Why isn't there concern that you know? So the Gemara says you could. Even though you made I made a nether, you can't I, I can't eat your food or you can't eat my food. We're allowed to eat on the same table. But why? Aren't you concerned that you'll come to eat the fries? So says the rush, the rush writes over there. If I made a nether that you can't eat my food, we're probably not that close. Right? If, if I'm making nidarim, that you're also to eat my food, we're probably not close enough that you'll come to eat off my plate. So that's not a problem. Also, you made it, you made it like train. Oh, but that, no, but that's exactly the point. It's the opposite. Meaning, this is a raya, not like the shach. When I make a nether to you, doesn't that make it like trait? So why does the rush have to say it's mutter? Because we probably don't like each other. Well, let's say you do love each other, and you're crazy. For whatever reason, you made a nether. Then it sounds like it would be a problem. But why? Didn't you make a treif? And according to the shach, when you make something treif, it becomes, it's not a concern. So it's actually, so the shach is asking a kasha on his shita. That according to me, anytime it's treif, it's mutter. So why do you have to come on to say that it's mutter? Because, oh, they probably don't like each other. They probably hate each other. Forget about that. It's treif. So the answer is, the answer is, you making something in edit doesn't make it treif. While it's halachically treif, there's no fear. Meaning at the end of the day, the guy's still eating a Reisman's Danish. Yeah, meaning, exactly. Meaning, McDonald's, which is the Torah says it's treif, there's a natural fear from a Jew. This, uh, now, I, I, to save a little time. Correct. And the food is 100% kosher. I see kosher food. I'm not, I'm not concerned. Now, just to save a little time, the Shach does ask Kashis that there are Rishonim that say that it's a problem on, um, that discusses Pesach, yeah, and you have to figure out. He does bring down, um, the, uh, 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 he says, the, 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 the Rosh says, you're not allowed to eat on the same table as a guy. There's a halach in Shulchan Aruch that a guy is allowed to bring chametz into your house. As long as they take it out. They don't leave it there. So like I have a Gaisha worker, he wants to have a sandwich. But you're not leaving it on the same table. So well, wait a minute. That's Trey. Chametz. Chametz. I'm saying exactly. So the answer is, it says the Shach, the difference is by Chametz, we're not actually afraid that you'll come to eat it. Chametz we're afraid even, because even, a, a, even a, a speck is not bottle. We're afraid that a speck will fall into your food. It's entirely concerned. But the Shach does a, a, a end with this. The Shach says... The Shach says, I actually have a, a, a small amendment, and that is, treif is not a problem, except if it's bread. Because the Gemara says, which means a person survives on bread. So if the bread is not kosher, there's no natural fear because a person is drawn to sustenance. And Which would mean, if the guy's eating McDonald's, the bun is a problem. The patty is going to be fine. That's, that's, that's the chumras. Okay, so that's halacha number one. But let's let's go into let's go into who is a problem. So the Shulchan Aruch writes in Beis, Hada Asur Lahaloisai Ala Shulchan. This whole problem of eating milk and fleshik on the same table at the same time is Dafka B'Rishnei B'Nei Adam Hamakirim Zeza. It has to be to to be two people that are very very close to each other, meaning close enough that you'll eat off each other's plate. 
Even if currently they're fighting, it's still a problem. Meaning, if you have two best friends, everyone knows they're best friends. They would eat off each other's plate. But they're in a massive fight. And they're eating next to each other. So it's a problem. Why? So you'll see at the end, the Taz explains what's the concern. They're not going to eat off each other. They hate each other right now. The answer is, people don't know that. And people are going to see two best friends eating each other on the same table, not knowing they're in a big fight. And therefore, if you're close enough, that people know that you're close enough, it's awesome. Now, I just want to read you a couple lines. Marasain? yeah. Correct. It's all included in this, in this gzera l'gzera. Now, I will say this. I want to read a few lines from the Taz and Bays. The Taz and Bays, I think, is, is, is cute because he writes something that I think you have to be, you have to have experience it to appreciate it. It's 100% true. The Taz brings down that the Marshal disagrees. You see, the Gemara says, if you have two people that are very, two brothers that are very, very, they're brothers, so they're very, very close, but they're fighting, the Gemara says it's a problem. So the Shulchan Aruch understood that to mean Lavdafka brothers, all two best friends that are currently fighting, it's a problem. I, they're not going to eat off each other, they're fighting. Still, it's, it's a Maris and we want to just avoid. The Marshal disagreed. He said, no, 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 no. It's Dafka brothers. Because Marshal writes, I'll show you a few lines. He says, it wouldn't apply to friends. Why? He says, Dafka atin shemakbidin. Abishari adamein shayich makir makbidin. Only brothers can at the same time love each other and hate each other. Meaning, the Gemara says, Dafka brothers, they can't eat next to each other, even if they're fighting. Not because of Maris It's very simple. Even when two brothers hate each other, and they're in a massive fight, they'd still eat off each other's plate. And the, the Marshal says, it's Dafka by blood. That's a relationship that's Dafka by blood that you could hate and love at the exact same time, which is not something by friends. If you're a best friend and you hate each other, you don't love each other. You love each other, you don't hate each other. He says, Dafka brothers, that you could be makirin umakpidin, that you could love and hate at the same time. I just always love this because it's, again, we pass in that it's a problem, but I, I just always love that like, mentality because it's 100% accurate. You could have family members that can drive you crazy, and you could be fighting, and you'll still sit, and you know what? If they say, can I have a fry? You'll, you'll give them a fry. It's, it's, it's just an interesting thing. So, okay, so you have over here that it's dafka, a problem if they're incredibly close to each other, so close that they would eat off each other's plate. Avul, achsenoyim. But you have achsenoy. Achsenoy is, you have like a, a bed and breakfast where they're eating like a communal meal. So I, I don't know who... I, a yeshiva, yeah. They're close to each other, but they're not... They might know each other, but they're not... They're not eating off each other. He says, Shein Makirim says that they're not incredibly close. Mutter. Then it's mutter because I'm not eating off your plate. Oh. Afilo Hamakirim. Now let's say it's two very, very close. Husband and wife. Very close. They can't eat off each other. They can't eat at the same time. So what if I want to eat chicken and she wants to eat a, a grilled cheese? Well, we can't do it. I have to eat at uh, different times. Says the Shulchan Aruch, this is the heter. Im Asu Shum Heker. If you make a heker. This is the source, by the way, in halacha of table, table, uh, tablecloth, or, 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 or what's it called? Mats. Yeah, what was it? Placemats. The concept of I have a milchik and you have a fleshik placemat. It's a hacker. It's it's to remind the person. Oh, don't don't eat off my plate. So says the shulchan aruch. Each one eats on their own tablecloth. How much placemats? 
yeshiva, what they do is one person eats on the placement, the other one folds up the placement. That was like the Minigan Yeshiva, that the way to be a hacker. Or if you bring a loaf of bread to the table, meaning in the times of Shulchan Aruch, the, the bread was never on the table. The bread was always on the counter. You bring the bread to the table, ooh, that's, that's enough of a hacker. And says the Ramah, It only helps if you don't eat from the bread, because if you're eating from the bread, then it's supposed to be on the table and it's not a hacker. Now, by the way, just Agav, if you don't mind for one second. What do you do on, on Sukkot for this limited table? You got it. Is it the same? 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 Is He's, he's talking about how if you're, if you're both sharing the same challah, then it's no longer a hacker because it's meant to be on the table. Oh, so you should know, if you look in Simen Pei Tassif Dalet, the Shulchan Aruch speaks about this, that Misha Achel Gvina, your milchik, Veroitzel Achel Basar, and you want to eat meat, Tzarek Levar Mial Shulchan Shiurei Pasha Achel Gvina, you have to get rid of the challah that you ate. Meaning, if you ate challah at a milchik meal, let's do the opposite, you ate challah at a fleshik meal, you cannot eat that challah at the milchik meal. Now, let me explain in a moment, because this is very naget. So the Shulchan Aruch says, Now, what's the reason? So the reason is very simple. They used to not eat, first of all, you eat with the hands. Also, the knives are dirty. So you cut challah. So we're afraid that you'll cut challah for a deli sandwich. And your hands are full of deli. And, you, and the challah, the knife was a little bit meaty, whatever. So now there's a little bit of residue on that. You cut the challah. So there's a little bit of residue on the challah. Then you want to save the challah for a French toast. It's a problem because and I will say this. The way to avoid this is to cut the challah and then to take the challah that's not cut and take it off the table. There's a, Ramesha Feinstein was asked. Here, here's the psak. You have a challah that you, that you have a Shabbos day for the fleshik meal. You sliced it up. If it's sliced challah on the table, you cannot use that challah for a French toast. I don't care if it's extra, you can't, because the concern is very simple. People have meaty hands, they're touching, they grab this piece, they pick it up, they want the other piece, there they could be residue. And, and even if you say, oh, I was careful, we're not careful with these things. People are not careful with these things. The shaila is, what if, oh, what if, that's if it's sliced. What if you have a half a loaf? You have a half a loaf. So the Ramosha Feinstein writes in a tshuva, that he's medayik from the grah, that he feels that if it's a half a loaf, a large amount, where there's no concern that your guy touched it, it's technically mutter to use that loaf, even if it was on the table with meat, to use it for French toast. However, Rav Moshe ends the tshuva, I haven't seen this in a while, but I'll get the lashon next time, Rav Moshe ends off the tshuva by bal nefesh yachem imiza, that even that is not a good, not a good idea. Isn't it though just as bad though, because if you want to take a piece of challah, you hold the challah as you cut the piece, which means that your hand might be dirty and get all over the challah. That's anyway. probably why Rav Moshe ended off by saying a bal nefesh should be machmer. So if you want to have challah from the fleshik meal for the French toast, that when you're cutting the challah, before any meat's on the table, take it off the table what you plan. If it's on the table you when people are having... Well, if it's on the table when people are eating meat, people's hands are dirty. You can't, you can't, 
So over here, it's obviously talking about a scenario where it, it is, there's, it's not where you're eating the challah in such a way. If you put the challah in a bag before you eat meat, then it's fine. A bag, a bag is a bag protects. There's no concern. Yeah. I wouldn't use those cutouts. No, 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 you cut put it back in the bag with the other half. You just ruined it. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. I, listen, I, is it ulcer? Is it ulcer, ulcer? It's not ulcer, but it's not a good idea. you got to be careful. Now, I wouldn't eat it with milk. I wouldn't eat it with milk. Now, just to finish off the Ramah, and then we'll run through some of the halachas, he says, He says, If the, they used to not leave cups on the table. Okay, so if you leave a cup on the table, that's a hacker. Basically, the basic rule is, if you put something on the table, it's not supposed to be there, that's a hacker. You bring the candelabra to the table when it's not normally there, that's a hacker. Now, the hacker is for what? It's for to me. remind... Remind me. What about the, the Marasheim factor? No, that people will see that there's something Some on the table. Will that's also see that now, I, I will they say will, this, though. How do they know if it's something that you don't normally do? Like the cup thing, how will they know? That it's interesting. It's a good point. I guess it shows you that the main concern was not Marasayin. The main concern was for the people involved. But I will say this though: the, the shaila is there's a shaila in the achrayim um, whether a hecker works if you're eating alone. Meaning, when you're eating with two people, let's say there's you're eating meat on a table that has cheese on the table. It's a dirty table. So it's got cheese on the table. You're eating alone. So now. Do you say, well, a hacker works, a hacker works? Or do you say, no, a hacker works when there's two people because you have a hacker and you have you need both of them to make a mistake. Okay, it's a Shiloh. I will say this, though. I think the answer, I remember for when um, I was working, I didn't get smicha directly from Reb Zalman Hani Goldberg, but I was learning with uh, Reb Doiv Elias, and we learned together, and he got smicha from Reb Zalman Hani. So I saw the, te- the beginners. The, one of the questions on Reb Zalman Hani's Atzal's test for smicha was he asked, does a shoimer help for this? So meaning, in general, whenever there's a concern that you might make a lapse in judgment, usually if you appoint a shoimer, that, that, that should um, s- solve the problems. So look at the, I believe this is the answer, because there's a safer that Rav Nechemia's student came out with all the answers to the test, but he used it as a launching pad to explain all of Bas B'chol and all of Tarubas. So if you look in Pischei Tshuva Beis, in Gimel, I'm sorry, Pischei Tshuva Gimel, the last line, he says, because of Habach, B'shem Marshal, the Biyoshim Rechaykim Zemize. One second. No, I'm sorry. In, in Dalit, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Halfway through Dalit, we'll get to Gimel in a second. That's also good to know. But Dalit, halfway through Dalit, the Pischei Tshuva says, "I am B'Tshuva's Masis Binyamin, the Emsa Tshuva, the Mash Mersham, the Gamachirim, Oichem Al Shulchan Zeh." If there are other people on the table that are also eating, unclear what they're eating, but let's say they're they're eating also. Let's say they're eating Parav. They're eating snacks, whatever. So, mutter, afbalei hacker. Then it's, they'll be serving as a shimer. So you see that shimer helps. But, correct. Well, yeah, it seems that it's even better. They're, they're working even without being appointed. But, look at the first of Kivager on the simon. They would stop you. The assumption is that they, if they, they see two Jews doing an aver, they would stop. But look at the first of Kivager. Kivager says, Asil v'halis ala shulchan, v'loi mahani Shemer does not help. So you could either go two ways. You could look at it as it's a machloikis of Kiveger and that was Masis Binyamin. Or I believe Rav Zaman Achemi's approach is that it could be there's a distinction about whether you're eating alone, one person, 
and then you're just asking the Shimer, so you're just relying on a Shimer and you, or you have two people and a Shimer. So now you're relying, again, it's a, you know, it's a possibility. By the way, it, it, the Pischei Tshuva in Gimel, the Pischei Tshuva in Gimel writes, halfway through, he says, he says, if you have two people that are sitting so far away from each other that they would have to get up to grab the food, then it's fine, because by the time you get up, that itself is a hacker. See, it shows you that Chazal were not, they're not super, super makbid about this. You have to just need some sort of hacker to make it work. Just to end this simon, and then it's a little early, so we'll go to the next simon. Um, the, the Shulchan Aruch writes, V'yu zahirim, mikli echad. This is, by the way, the source that, uh, again, if you do it, how usher is it that? This is the source that you go to a pizza shop, you buy a bottle of soda, you drink, you should not use that bottle of soda to drink that bottle of soda with a burger. Why? Because when you, when you drink the bottle, your, your mouth is full of pizza oil, so now there's a little bit of residue, and it goes into the drink, and it's backwashed, whatever, and then the burger, it's the same thing. So he says, you shouldn't use the same cup of water that you're drinking from in the milchig meal and a fleshig meal. Very simple. The d- cup is going to get dirty. There's going to be a little residue in the cup, on the lips. You've got to wash it out. Again, it's very simple, but this is the source. Is there a time, like a, after a certain amount of time? That no, it doesn't seem so. It just means as long as... Yeah, it just means as long if you haven't so you used the cup... You wait an hour and not on the residue. Yeah, I, I would rinse it out. I, I wouldn't mess around with these things. He says, Shulchan Aruch says not. It doesn't say, it doesn't say a time limit. He says, <laughs> Again, you should Now, let me explain. The Shulchan Aruch writes, there was an old minig to have two separate salts. One for milchik, one for fleshik. Now, let me explain why, and you'll see how it's not exactly what we have today. Chassidim still have this. When the Skvereva, the Kruler Rebbe, I don't remember which one, when he came to the, to the neighborhood, he was giving out Shirayim. And it was just great to see, like, you know, like a, like a Chassidish Rebbe with all those Chassidim around, like, fancy, like, fine, like, Queens people, and everyone's like, you know, like, he's, like, putting it in their hands, and they're like, do you happen to have a plate? You know what I mean? So, um... But it was actually funny by the Krula Rebbe, just Agav, because I don't care if it's recording. By the Krula Rebbe, he was by Dovi's house. See, he was giving out vodka. And Dovi said, oh, Avi. And he made like some sort of comment that I would be drinking vodka, because, you know, I, I never, I've never had a shot of whiskey in my life. So the Krula Rebbe is like, he, he doesn't drink. So Dovi said he just does, generally doesn't want to drink, but the Rebbe's here. So he actually took the vodka away and he gave me Sprite. Which I thought was very nice, but looking back, I got he probably thinks I have a drinking problem. But okay, but that's that's, no, okay, that's that's for future. That's a that's a future concern. The rabbi has a drinking problem. That's great. So anyway, so um, so they they would have salt like cups of salt, and they would dip the food in the salt. So because they would dip the food in the salt, they would have a separate milchik salt and a separate fleshik salt because they're mamish dipping the meat in the salt. Now, salt shakers, is there a need to have a separate milchik salt and a separate fleshik salt? According to Shulchan Aruch, not really, because the, there's no concern. However, the, uh, so the minig evolved that Klal Yisrael, in Klal Yisrael, you know, B'nai Neviyam Heim, the minig evolved that, that in from homes, it's better to have a milchik salt than a fleshik salt. Where does it come from? It comes from steam. Let me take two minutes to explain this. We'll see what time it is. It's one of the strangest concepts I've ever come across. I, I mean this honestly. The Shulchan Aruch, the Shulchan Aruch, it's not just the Shulchan Aruch, the Gemara. The Gemara describes um, cooking in an oven. 
at the same time. And the Gemara says it's mutter, bidiyevet, if you cook milk and flesh in the oven at the same time. Now, this is the concern when you go to Dafyaimi and you just pass in based on a Gemara because no open, open. open at the same time the Gemara says it's mutter. why? because the Gemara is always concerned about Reicha which is aroma and we pask in Reicha lav milsi aroma is not such a concern comes the rush Mamish there's no reference to this until the rush came around in the 1200s late 1200s early 13s the rush says in addition to aroma there's a problem of steam the steam of a food also has the halachic status of the food zeya and therefore, he says, if you cook milk and flesh in the same oven at the same time, it's also mamish, because of steam. Now, by the way, where does he get the source from steam? We'll get to this later on, which is good to know. Where does he get the source from steam? It's from a Mishnah in Mikvois. There's no source in Shulchan and not in Shulchan Aruch, there's no source in Gemara about steam being significant or more significant than aroma. You also have to try to figure out what exactly the difference between aroma and steam is. But, okay, but that's not for now. But steam, he says, how do I know that steam is a problem? How do I know that the steam of an item has the halachic status of said item? Because there's a Mishnah in Mikvos that talks about if a person goes, if a person is tummy, and he goes into a body of water, and afterwards it's so hot that there's steam coming off of him, the steam that comes off of him is also able to metama. Meaning if you have water that's not kosher for a mikvah, ma'im shuvim, and he goes in the water. And then there's steam. That steam is able to spread tumma. Again, the, the sugi, it's not for us. Mission mikvahs. So says the Rosh, you see from here, the steam of a mikvah, that's tummy, is also metama. So you see the steam is significant. That's what the Rosh says. Again, th- there's no makar before the Rosh of such a thing. And not only that, correct, what the Rosh would say, exactly what the Rosh would say is, that's without the steam concern. Now that... The, it's a, I, I, to this day, I told you, it's one of the strangest instances where it's like you, you learn Gemara, blah, 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 and then there's Mamisha 180 because of the rush. But, but that's, again, we'll get to this later on, and that's, you know, it's, it's universally accepted. The Sheet of the Rush is brought down by the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah, and it's universally accepted. But that's the Betsiyas. So over here, you see the steam has the halachic significance of the item itself. So if you have a salt shaker, so... You, you salt a uh, chicken soup, and, and the steam is hot, and it goes up, okay, and then you take that same salt shaker, and you put it into, you know, big ziti, whatever, uh, you know, French onion soup, and the steam goes up, conceptually could be a problem. Now, that's why the mitig evolved. Now, by the way, according to this, I know someone who has separate ketchups. Why do you say conceptually? It sounds like it's Because it's only a problem if you hold the salt shaker into the steam where the steam is still hot. My point is conceptually because if you're always salting, if you're never salting a clearition, you're always salting the plate, that's never... Okay, so that's what I said. When I say conceptually, what I mean is if you hold the salt up, it's always going to be fine. If you put the salt in, it's not like, it's not a, you know, a 100% concern. It's a concern depending on how you act in the kitchen. Yes, most likely it's going to be a problem. By the way, this would also be the reason why, like, you know, like a, a Keurig, you know, if you, you know, you're making your hot water spout, you're pouring the chillant, you know, you're taking the chillant because it's burning and then you pour hot water, the kettle, and the steam goes up, the kettle can now become flashic. It's something to, you know. There's methods of kashering, you have to figure out how to kasher, does it need to be kasher? No, but but all of this, yeah, there's a chuva from Rishlam Zalman in the Sefer from Ara Shavas where he talks about how, he talks about whether it's a problem, but, but 
because again, he's saying that it could be that as this water's pouring out boiling, it's not makabal vizeya, maybe. But that's only because it's pouring boiling water at the same time. But a salt shaker wouldn't obviously have that. But that's the conceptual problem. And that's why I know someone who has separate ketchups. Which I, I get. I mean, yeah, I guess. But that's the ketchup is always... I yeah, but that's also yeah. No, but then now you know, you know, steam of a cliche. And he wouldn't would only have the status of cliche. I, listen, I guess conceptually what they're saying is correct. I've never heard of it outside of that family. I think it's a nice thing. Listen, you know, have separate ketchups. Yeah, really. Yeah. Okay. Well, All right, he so. said it like you know. Well, it sounds like it makes sense. Right? No, nah, the only like reason that. why I don't think it's as necessary is because. He, it's never a clear reason. You're not putting ketchup into a clear reason. I mean, BR, I don't know. I think putting ketchup, usually a ketchup's on your plates, and, and the, the, the level of steam that's coming off of a cliche is not by definition as hot. But again, but yeah, you know what? If, if you want to do it, this is where it would come from. I don't think it's even the, the, the ketchup. It's even more, like my 